Hello, and welcome to the Cash News Podcast, informative conversations about all things currency and cash. We'll share insights on the issues affecting the world of cash today, like cash security, payments technology, and the cash supply chain. Your hosts, Tom Meehan and Sean Ferrari, hope to inform industry professionals and support better cash security and management by sharing the latest information on trends, strategies, and technology. This is the Cash News Podcast. Now, here's Tom and Sean. This episode of the Cash News Podcast features highlights from the previous six episodes. Enjoy the recap. This is the Cash News Recap, Episode 9. You know, what are you seeing in the industry with the customer-facing pieces or some trends that have just changed that you didn't see uh, you know, a year and a half ago? But fundamentally, what, what I think has happened is the year of COVID has really accelerated the adoption of technology that focuses on touchless and hygiene and those sorts of things. I think it was coming anyway, but I have a feeling, uh, and, and this, is, this is not validated by any form of research, it's just based on lots of conversations and based on amount of opportunities that we're seeing in the marketplace. But I absolutely believe that COVID has accelerated the interest and the exploration of technology to automate the cash handling payment, whether it be at point of sale or in a kiosk environment or those sorts of kind of customer facing points of transaction. So we're absolutely seeing that be, you know, a massive trend. It's interesting, right? If you look, if you look at a few years ago, there's absolutely no doubt. And I think everyone can, can agree that the adoption of, of kiosks and self-service technology Primarily in the in QSR space. I mean, we see it at airports all the time now. You know, I, think you, I don't think you can even check in without going to a kiosk these days. But, but certainly in the QSR space, the fast food uh, marketplace, the, the, the adoption of customer-facing ordering, uh, as in kiosks, has just absolutely exploded. This is the Cash News Recap. Episode 10. It's interesting because I had actually, and I know that we did the research, but I also called a lot of people and talked about, you know, I have a friend in Germany who said, well, of course we use cash. We're going to continue to use cash. Mm -hmm. We always use cash. Like he was kind of like, what do you mean? It is very specific to the market. Certainly there has been a digital transformation that's been occurring over the last 20 years, forget about it, but in the last five to 10 years, it's accelerated dramatically from the en- enhancements in smartphones and chip and, and computer. So some of this was on the roadmap and was happening and was happening already. It just really jumped because of COVID. And I believe that some of it had to do with an actual need. And then certainly, um, you know, any and all of the folks that did contactless payment went and and said, "Look, we can do this," and really pushed heavily, which is the right thing to do to help you know help piece it. The one thing Sean says, and I, I guess I'm just like Sean and don't realize it, is that when I see that that people don't say keep cash, even if I have three dollars in my pocket, I'm like, "This shouldn't do that. It can't do that. Like I should be able to pay with whatever I want." And it's it is kind of the the feeling of of why are retailers specifically think that's a good idea. And I obviously talk to a lot of retailers, and at times some of them are like, "Well, we." only take 7% cash. I'm like, well, you know, you're a publicly held company. I know how much you make. That's a lot of money. This is the Cash News Recap, episode 11. At the end of the day, I think cash is still king and people are using it. If you look at some of the letters that come out from the Fed and what they're saying, it's, you know, you still have those university college students that are, that are utilizing cash all the time. And so 
it's still it's still here and it's I think it's not going away for a while to be honest with you. I think our rule of thumb is Sean and I say it all the time is I'm willing to bet any amount of money that we will be long gone before cash ever goes away, no matter what studies say that it's not going to be in our lifetime and that, you know, there's a reality of the consumer behavior shift. And there's also some facts to support that COVID might have accelerated that shift. But at the end of the day, there is plenty of, of evidence to support that the money is still in circulation and payment of choice is real. You know, it's going to get passed probably in the next 12 months in every state. It's already in, in, in a lot of states not forcing people to take cash, but making it illegal to, to refuse. So Sean and I avoid getting too far into the details because the numbers change so significantly. But we know there are a couple of states that are significantly unbanked population numbers. And so those folks are using cash. They might not be banking the way that you and I are, but the money's out there. This is the Cash News Recap, Episode 12. We found ourselves in... Um, a coin shortage, which I, I have to make sure I call out that it's not actually a shortage. It's a circulation challenge. The Fed announced that it was going to be allocating coin, which was somewhat shocking. I think we had never really worried about coin. Coin had always just showed up and we used it to make change and that was it. So almost immediately after the announcement, we started seeing our orders significantly shorted. That's a big challenge for our associates, for customers. And given we hadn't faced it before, we really had to think of creative ways to support the stores, whether that be, you know, pushing all the one or two manned registers, putting our SCOs in card-only mode. And honestly, that was probably the biggest challenge of the year because, again, hadn't faced it, didn't know when it was going to end. Terrible customer experience for those, you know, that that want to use cash at a self-checkout. And some of those challenges we're, we're continuing to face today. This is the Cash News Recap, Episode 13. In previous presentations, we had noted that while many of us do see opportunities to shop, um, say, online, when we look at the nation as a whole, that increase in online shopping did happen very slowly until the pandemic. So we do see that big jump in 2020 from 13% online to 20% online. And on the right again, you can see how some of those uh, those purchases are broken out between the two years for some of the, the key categories we're, we're going to dig into since we know that many of these had more opportunities for cash usage in the past, but um, that online options uh, really did pick up with the pandemic. And um, again, whether those those consumers stick with those online options or they go back to in-person shopping is something we're closely watching and analyzing. This is the Cash News Recap, episode 14. El Salvador goes on a $21 million crypto buying spree as Bitcoin becomes legal tender. So for everybody, and I'm big into crypto and big into Bitcoin that have been for many years from a risk standpoint, anybody who wants to use El Salvador as an experiment to what would happen in the US, just remember that headline that fit $21 million for the government of El Salvador is huge. It's not a developed country. Actually, don't even remotely use it as an example because unstable government, their fiat system is maybe, Sean probably knows better, the most disrupted in the world. Well, it's exciting to see a government do it. It's not even a real good study for us. Yeah, No, I agree. I mean, you even see the, the folks in crypto, Bitcoin and others that are, they live in risk. I mean, wide swings all over the place all the time. 
even said kind of devalued a bit, right? Saying like, oh, this is a bit of a risky market for us. So when you have them even saying it's a bit risky, you have to kind of pump the brakes on any excitement of how it could apply. That said, it is interesting to watch, see what happens. There's always learnings that can be taken from it. And I know we were internally at Currency Research thinking we're doing a, a digital currency conference in, in February in, in DC. You know, we're like, can we get somebody from El Salvador or the government or the central bank or whatever there to, to talk about it? It might not apply to everybody, but there's some things that could come out of it that could be interesting to talk about. Thanks for listening to the Cash News Podcast. We hope you found this episode insightful. Don't forget to like and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter, and be sure to visit us at thecashnews.com to stay up to date with the latest on the world of cash. Thanks again for listening to the Cash News Podcast.